0: Hey, in John chapter 8 and verse 32, I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to go over to Acts one eleven, and then I'm going to come back to John fourteen six. okay? And so in John chapter 8 and verse 32, I got this little Bible because I thought I'm going to take it with me today so I can run around. Now, well, I did, you know, so I can have it in my hand. Okay. That big Bible is hard to hold, and it's got so many papers in it. It's my file cabinet. Anybody got a file cabinet with your Bibles, your file cabinet? Okay. If you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciple. Jesus says that. And so in verse 32, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Does anybody here got your translation says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free? Does anybody have that? Okay, you got that back there, okay. Yeah, one says you'll know the truth, and it will make you free. The other says you will know the truth, and it will set you free, okay? Father, we thank you for your word, and we give you praise, and we give you glory. For there is nothing like your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Go with me now over to Acts chapter 1. And about verse 11. Let me mark this with my marker so I can go back to that. Okay. See, I believe something. I believe that God wants us to be spontaneous in the Holy Spirit. And I believe sometimes he's just saying to me, just take my word and start to preach. For instance, today, you know, I was watching Harold and Harold, the Holy Spirit said, hey, you know what? I want more. And so he asked for more and Harold delivered more. So then when I, Harold, how old are you? Harold, how old are you? Is he really forty-five? I thought he was fifty, seriously. I believe he meant he alive if he wasn't in church. But I was thinking about Smith Wigglesworth started ministering in power when he was forty-eight. And It was said to Lester Summerall when he was 55 that it was over for him. And he said, are you kidding? I'm just starting. And I'm thinking, wow, maybe something's going on here that we need to see. But anyway, if God will do that for one, he'll do it for the other. So there's times when we just let Holy Spirit have his way. And I'm not saying that we don't, but I mean, there's some when he just says, this is where I want you to go. I want you to lay it down. I want you to do it. And so in Acts chapter 1 and verse 11, they also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in, will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. Now, that's interesting. Now, I'm, I'm going back to school for you who doesn't know that I'm going back to school. I went back to school. It's tough. Wow. And it's not, the, the course is not tough. What's tough is learning the computer to take the course. You work with computers all the time. Yeah, yeah it's probably not hard for you. But, it's, but man, i I'm, I got to figure out how to get the course online to do it. You know, once i got the course, I'm fine. And oh, I struggle. And of course, my wife is not here to hear my wrath <laughs> or my frustration. So Doris got it all. So I'd holler, when I door. Doris. Doris said to me one day, she said, my land quit if it's going to cause that much problem. And she said to that effect, man, you know, whoa. And so I'm, I'm, I'm struggling because this class is called World Views from a faith perspective. And, and I'm looking at this, and the material, I really like the material, and I thought, man, I can get this. But I can't get, I couldn't get the uh, computer to do what I wanted it to do. And it wasn't the computer didn't want to do what I didn't want to do, it was that I wasn't going to the right sources with the computer. Some will learn on my own, right? Man, I really messed it up. Boy, I hit things I shouldn't be hitting. Man, I, I didn't know what in the world to do. And I'm thinking, man, I need to drop this class. And I thought, I, I need to drop this class before I even get started. I need to just drop this class. And uh, I was about ready to drop the class. And then I thought, what was wrong with me? I got the perfect source on how to get this thing done. So I, I go to Deb Butterfield. Well, I go to Doris first. And I said, Doris, you know what? I think what they want me to do is get into Word and type it out. So she says, okay. So she shows me how to get into Word. Right? <laughs> well, what's that all about? Huh? I didn't know how. I know you see. You got to. see Doris and Nancy. They just go right into Word. <laughs> how many of you here know how to get into Word? Serious? Yeah. Put your <laughs> <laughs> Marie. Do you know how to get into Word? Yes. Serious? <laughs> well, my message is not going to be that good. <laughs> Okay, but so first of all, now I have to have Doris teach me how to get into Word. You know, don't. I'm trying to preach here. She is looking at me like I can't believe that you're saying this. So I don't even know how to indent a paragraph. I don't. So she teaches me everything about Word. And so that helps because now I can write the paper. But now I don't know how to get the paper from Word over to my class to get it in Dropbox so my professor can get it. I'll make you go to the back of the room. Huh? This woman's crying. And not because it's the anointing. The anointing doesn't have a thing to do with it. Good gracious, I'm coming over here. <laughs> It is pretty simple after you figure it out. And so I think, you know, I got the perfect resource. And so I go to Deb, Butterfield here, and I said, Deb, help me. And she said, okay. So she comes over, and she starts to show me how to do this thing. And we get that lesson done. And she's showing me how to do those things. Now, I can't remember all of those steps. So I need to write those down. How many would agree, write it down if you can't remember it? How many of you got a pencil and paper in your hand today? Don't go there. Okay, good for you. Because there's some things you need to write down. You don't need to write everything down, but you need to write down sometimes when the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Amen? And so I told her today, I said, you know what, you're probably going to have to continue to help me for a while until I'm able to get this thing on my own. And she says, no problem. Mm -hmm. And I look at that, and the very thing now that was a big part of stress in my life is now gone. And now, listen to this now. I want you to pay attention here. And now I can enjoy that class. See, I wasn't enjoying taking the class because I can't get through that computer to get that to them and so now after i've taken care of all that or taking care of all that now i can enjoy taking that class and i don't know about you but i enjoy taking classes i i enjoy doing that and so i'm looking at that and i'm saying wow god what are you showing me here here's what he's showing me he's showing me that the stress that we have in our life is just detracting us from what we enjoy. How many of you understand that? So we need to take away or take care of the thing that causes us stress, because listen to this, the thing that causes you stress, the Holy Spirit is there like Deb was for me to help you to get through this thing to figure it out. Somebody say amen to that. And so now I'm taking this class on world views, and now I get to enjoy this. And I'm looking at some things, and I'm thinking, Lord, where are you taking me into this last part of my life? I'm 69 years old, and in 11 years, I'm going to be 80. Now, for you who are 80, that don't sound bad. Some of you are thinking, well, that don't sound bad. That's what I'm saying. But still for me, at 69, 80 still sounds going over there a little bit. Okay? <laughs> Trying to be very diplomatic. Okay? But for you who are 59, 70 sounds a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? And But I am looking at different things in my life, and I hope that you are too, that says to me, God is not done with me. You see, that's what I'm saying. God is not done with me, and God is not done with you. And so the adversary, the enemy, he's going to throw things in our way that are going to stop us from going through the proper channels that God wants us to go through so that when we come to the end of this thing, we finish this course. Is this making sense to anybody? See, the adversary, the enemy, almost got me to stop the course before I even got into the course. Does that make sense to anybody? And so what I want to do is finish my life strong. Raise your hand and wave it if you want to finish strong. If you want to finish strong. Okay, listen, here's how we're going to finish strong. Here's what the Word of God says. The Word of God says, Jesus said, You will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. That's what he said. Now now listen to me. Jesus is talking about himself. And how many of you know Robbie Zacharias? You've, you've, that guy is phenomenal. And he's one of my professors. And I'm saying, man, what a blessing that I have that he gets to be one of my professors. I've followed him down through the years. And this guy is phenomenal with the knowledge that God has given him on creation and the cross and things of that nature. This, this man's main objective in his life is to go to the big universities like the University of Michigan. And by the way, now Notre Dame. But he goes to the big universities and there he challenges all the atheists that's on that campus to show them there is God and who he is. And his son's name is Jesus. And this guy's making great strides. Now listen to what this guy says. Here's what he says. And I, I never saw this before. He said, but the greatest crime ever committed in our world and in our history, it wasn't Hitler. Hitler. It wasn't all of these things that we think it is. He said the greatest crime was when Pilate stood before Jesus and rejected Him. He said Pilate stood before the truth and turned away from the truth. He said the worst thing that we can do in our life is to stand before the truth And this is the truth. And reject it. And reject it. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying, Pilate, the truth was standing right in front of you. And you rejected the truth. How many of you here believe that this is truth? Really? You believe this is truth? Listen to truth. Jesus dies on the cross. And he dies on the cross for your sin and my sin. And our transgressions. He dies on the cross because I am a human being and so are you. And in sin we were born and we were shapen in iniquity. That's what David said. You have nothing to do with it. If you're the best person that ever lived and you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're still a sinner. Because we're born in sin and in iniquity we are shapen. And so Jesus Christ dies on the cross for my sin, and He dies on the cross for my healing, that I might be well on this earth and that I might have eternal life. Somebody say amen to that. That's why he dies on the cross. And when he goes to the cross, he nails the robe of humanity. This humanity that I live in and the humanity that he was living in as the Son of God, he nails that robe of humanity to the cross of Calvary. And then when he dies on the cross... He goes into the lower parts of the earth. And when he goes into the lower parts of the earth, there he destroys the work of the devil. And when he is in the lower part of the earth, he is going to set the captive captive. He's going to take the captive and set them free. Now pay attention here. And he is going to take the keys to the kingdom of heaven... And he is going to give the keys to the kingdom of heaven to his church. That's you and I. And he is going to fulfill a scripture that says this. In John chapter 14, write it down in verse 12. He says, The things that I do, you shall also do. And greater things than these shall ye do. Because I go away to be with my Father. And so his earthly ministry has come to an end. He is not going to operate on this earth anymore as a man walking in Judea or along the Sea of Galilee. He's not going to do that. He is now going to ascend unto the Father and his expectation of you and I is that we be filled with His Holy Spirit, somebody say amen, because we are to take over where He left off. Now listen to what He says. He says, the things that I do, you shall also do, and greater than these shall ye do, because I go away to be with the Father. Listen, Jesus was one man. And what he did, he did as one man. When he healed the sick over here at the Pool of Shalom, he wasn't over in Ethiopia. Understand, he was a man. And he was held captive as a man just like we are on this earth. How many of you understand that? So he worked and operated in ministry as a man filled with the Holy Spirit. And yet the the miracles that he done, now listen to what Luke writes. Luke says that there is not enough ink, there is not enough paper, there is not enough that we can take and write down and describe what Jesus did on this earth. And yet he said to you and I, he said, the things that I do, you shall also do, and greater things than these shall ye do. Listen to me. He is saying this because there is more than one of us that are operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. And listen to what he's saying. He's saying, you're going to do the same thing that I did. Now, go back and look at the things that Jesus did. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. Listen to what he did. He healed the blinded eyes. He healed the cripple. He he did everything under the... He even made an eye out, out of spittle and clay. He did those things. He said, that's what you're going to do. I did. He said, but also greater. And so I'm looking at what is greater. Let me tell you what greater is. Greater is us all being filled with the Holy Spirit and establishing the kingdom of heaven here on this earth that destroys the enemy and everything that he does that's that's truth people you just had truth given to you let me tell you what truth is truth is god said this he said the things that he does he did you're going to do and greater things than these shall ye do because he said something he said now i'm going away and so here it is he dies on the cross he comes up out of the grave. He gives us the kingdom, keys to the kingdom of heaven. And now he's walking among men for 40 days. Here he is, risen from the dead. And now he's walking among men for 40 days. It's an interesting thing. Man, they're hiding in a room and it's locked. And he just walks right through a door. The door's locked and he walks right through it. Man, I don't get it. Somebody says, well, he's a ghost. Maybe so, but they could touch him. You can't touch a Ghost he will walk right through the door, walk up to you, and you still touch him. That's amazing right there. That's amazing. Think of that. You and I are going to be like that one of these days. That's going to be a blessing. And then, here he is, 40 days now, and he's going to leave. And now there's something that's going to take place. And what takes place is he is now going to ascend unto the Father. And so he ascends unto the Father right in front of those people. Let me give you some truth. How many of you know that the truth will make you free? You ready for this? And as they were, it, as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, behold, two men in white clothing stood beside him. They also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you in heaven will come again just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. I know that people don't believe in the second coming of the Lord. But he said he was coming. And so what we've done is that we've gone asleep and we haven't paid attention. Now this is where I'm going to get into some truth. Is the truth in your life still the same way you viewed it when you got saved? Is the truth in your life still the same way? Do you know what truth is? Because listen to me, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to pick on you just for a bit. Do you know why they don't want Judge Kavanaugh in? Because let me tell you what happens to the liberals. The day they bring that judge in there is the day that Jay Sekulow is going to go right to the Supreme Court and try to overturn Roe versus Wade. oh yeah and they're going to try to stop the killing the mass murder of all these babies that we in the church now is getting along with because we have allowed humanism and secularism to invade us and we no longer stand against the thing which is wrong And we have just brought that right into our churches as a norm while millions and millions of babies are being mass murdered. It reminds me of a story that goes on in Nazi Germany when they was taking those Jewish people to the ovens to kill them and the gas chambers and they was going around this, this train would go right around the corner of a Protestant church before they took them to the ovens, and those Jews would be screaming at the top of their lungs because they wanted help. And when that, that whistle would blow of that, that, that locomotive, then tr- people in that church would hear that whistle blow, and they would stand up. And they would start singing at the top of their lungs, not because they wanted to praise the Lord, but because they wanted to sing so loud they couldn't hear the screaming of the Jews anymore. And they turned their head away. But do you know what Eisenhower and those generals did to all of those people? When those people acted like they didn't know what was going on, those generals took those people and made them walk through those camps and see just exactly what had taken place. Listen, I want you to understand something. We have put our head in the sand. And we are not paying attention to the world views of what's going on. And because we are not paying attention, I might not be liked too well today before this is over. We are not walking in truth. And the only thing that will set us free, make us free, is the truth. Somebody say amen to that. Jesus said of himself, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what he said. Can you say amen to that? Here is the truth, my friend. Whether you believe the word or not, it's still the truth. And Jesus Christ is still coming. And there is a second advent that is about to take place. And where is he going to find us when he comes? What condition are we going to be in when Jesus comes? And it taxes each and every one of us because Jesus give you and I a commission. And I'm not talking about the great commission that we find in matthew chapter 28 i'm not talking about the great commission mark what i'm talking about is jesus said this he said the things that i do you're going to do he said and greater things shall you do than i have done listen i want you to understand this that's the truth because jesus said it was so can you say amen to that listen to what the world wants us to do today they want us to put our head in the sand and they want us to receive a religion and not Christ. And you need to say that. Amen to that. Listen, religion is not going to save you, and religion is man working his way to God. Grace is when God came down to man and he saved man and he dwelt inside of man. That's the grace of God. Listen to me. Here's what the Lord is saying. If you know the truth, he said you will speak the truth. He said if you're not speaking the truth, you're not speaking the truth because you don't know the truth. And you haven't been set free. If you're not free, ask yourself why? If you're consumed with, with, with uh, uh, worry, if you're consumed with uh, uh, anxieties, if you're consumed with those things, ask yourself why. Because if you are, you're not believing truth. There's so many truths in this Bible. And you know what the Word says? It's, he says, Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. It's going to make you into somebody that you've never been before. Listen to me. I pray right now as I stand here that Kavanaugh is made a Supreme Court judge. And do you know what? I bind every lying tongue against that man and everything that's been said against that man. Because listen to me. We are, and Pastor and I was just talking about it, and I want you to pay attention here. And you're going to say amen to this. Our country is under 300 years old. We're just over 200 years old. And compared to the rest of the world, we're a baby. And they're trying to abort us. We are a baby. And they are trying to abort us. How many of you understand Europe has already aborted? China has already aborted. Russia's already aborted. How many of you understand that, 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 that Iraq and Iran, the Islam, they've already aborted. How many of you know they've aborted? Listen, they would like to abort us. And why would they like to abort us? Because we are the only nation right now that will still stand for God. Somebody say amen to that. Listen, I know we have a corrupted government. I understand that. I understand exactly what's going on in the government. I'm not stupid. I understand this. I know that those people, the liberal people that want to see babies and things like that killed, I understand they're not in it. If you think that Hillary Clinton is in this thing for the good of America, you're just wrong. If you think Elizabeth Warren and those people, she got up, she wants to run for president. Anybody see that? Because she said, only a woman can get us out of this mess. Lord, I, ho- I hope that ain't true. Because here's, here's the thing that I look at. And Jesus, and, and, and the Lord comes to Adam, tells Adam what's going to go on. He says to Eve, he says to Eve. He said, Eve, you're going to desire your husband. And everybody thinks that's sexual. That's not sexual has nothing to do with sex. And you're going to desire the head of your husband. And in the last days, women will desire the head of the man. And so if you want to weaken a family society, take dad out of there. Take dad out of your, out of your family. And you've weakened your family. Let me tell you what Lyndon Johnson said. And don't take a reflection against this, Peter, because Peter's a black man. But I want to tell you what Johnson said about the black men. Everybody thought Johnson, you know what Johnson said about the black people in this country? He said, give them what they want. He said, and you'll still make slaves out of them. Because a man who works will never be a slave. How many of you understand that? So he said, give them what you want. We live in a corrupted government, but we don't have a corrupted people. And the problem that the world has is guys like me and guys like you. That's the problem that the world has. The problem that the world has is that, hey, we're not going to give this thing up. We're still going to come against some things. Listen, there's a truth that we need to walk in. And the truth is this. It's going to set us free. And, I, and, and I'm praying that Kavanaugh get in. And then I say to Jay Sekulow, go after this thing till we stop killing babies. Because the day we stop destroying lives is the day that the grace of God come back into this nation and we'll know the power of God. You see, he said this. He said, we'll know the truth and the truth will set us free. And so I'm looking at this and, I, and I'm looking at my, 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 my professor say that I have to have a world view. And so I say, okay. So I called and so I can't plagiarize. <laughs> How about that? Do anybody know what plagiarism is? That's taking the writing of somebody else and saying it's yours. I like doing that. I can't tell you how many times i plagiarized somebody. Somebody says something really good and I say, okay, I'm going to use that, but I'm going to say it was yours. But the next time I'm going to say it was mine and yours. And then the third time I'm saying God told me. See, you can't plagiarize. And I'm thinking, really? Everybody plagiarizes the Word of God. I wonder how many of them go to him and say, Would you let us use your Word? Yeah, I'm watching back there. Miss Profer back here. Yes, you don't plagiarize. We know what that is. She's a teacher, by the way. And so I call up Doc Shell. And I said, Doc, I can't believe I'm asking you this. He said, What's that? And I said, Can I use your message? He said, What? I said, I need to be able to use your message with permission because if I use your message without permission, according to the APA, only a few of us know that. I'm going back. I'm going to hurt her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got to do it right. And so what happens is I'm going to use him, him as a reference because listen to what he said. He said the problem with the world is the world does not have a point of reference. Because he said the point of reference is right here. He said the word of God is Our point of reference from the Creator. And he said, when you don't use or go to the Word of God for your reference, he said, every type of immorality is going to come into your society because you have no way to figure out what's right or wrong. And so therefore, man can do whatever he pleases. So I'm gonna. T- so I told Doc. I said, Doc, I want to use you, your reference. Well, that made him feel good. He said, Well, nobody's ever used me that way before. Go ahead. <laughs> so then I have to call Mitch Woodson and get permission from him too. No, I haven't called Brother Pickrell yet. He needs to call me. <laughs> okay. But, but what's going on here is, is that I want to show my world point of view is that the point of truth is right here. Amen. And you shall know the truth, that's Jesus, and the truth shall make you free. See, the truth that even the people that are running my class don't want to hear Is that Jesus said, the things that I do, you shall also do. And greater things than these shall ye do. Because I go away to be with the Father. So I track down Jesus going away. And then there's an interesting thing that's said here. And the interesting thing that's said here is this. Ye men of Galilee. Ye men of Hosanna. Why stand ye here looking at something you don't need to be looking at when men are lost and dying? Ye men of Galilee, why are you standing here gazing? The truth is that you are to get yourself to Jerusalem and there you are to be baptized So the keys to the kingdom of heaven that God has given you is going to bring you to the point where you are going to take this world and turn it right side up because this world is messed up. And if this world was messed up back in that day, then what is the world like in this day? Somebody say amen to that and understand what those men were saying to those disciples. What you see is good, but not as important as what you are to do in this world, to change this world, so that when he comes back again, he comes to a world where there are people waiting for him, where there are people looking for him. Listen, one of the biggest lies that the church has taken is that Jesus Christ is not coming back. The kingdom of God he is listen he is coming back and when he comes back he's coming back with the saints somebody say man he's coming back in clouds of glory and the Bible says every eye shall see him and they which pierced him shall wail because of him even so come Lord Jesus that's the truth and the devil has a short time and he knows that So he's trying to convince you and I not to walk as Jesus did. Stand with us this morning. Let me read another scripture to you. John chapter 14, 6, while you're standing. This is what he says. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father but through me. He's the way, he's the truth, and the life. You have a worldview. I'm taking this class. It's amazing. It's challenging every fiber of my life. Everything about me. It's showing me weaknesses in myself that I don't want to see. And he's showing me things that I need to see. And here's what I'm saying to the Lord. Why are you doing this now? Why didn't you do this 20, 30 years ago? Why are you doing this to me now? He said, because I want you to finish strong. I want you to finish strong. Listen to me, people, finish strong. It's not how you start, but it's how you finish. The truth will make us free. Listen, my friend, Jesus Christ is coming. You might have been taught all through the years that he's not coming, but he's still coming. He's still coming. And when he comes, he's coming with ten thousands of his saints. Would you move that? Jude says something. Here's what he says. Let me me give you a tidbit of truth. Jude says that we need to pray in the Holy Spirit. He says, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's an amazing thing to me. Building yourself up in the Holy Spirit and praying in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. And it's the truth that's going to make you free. I can't wait to see what takes place. I can't can't wait to see what takes place. If they don't bring Kavanaugh in, it might spiral downward. But if they bring him in, if they bring him in, And that man can get Roe versus Wade turned over. Is God going to be in love with this country? Saving hundreds of thousands, millions of babies. Isn't that something? What's going to happen when we get truth inside of us? If Jesus did it, I can do it. Is that right? Virgil and and uh, what's his wife's name? Huh? Faye are not here this morning. But <clears throat> they had a great grandbaby that was born and was going to die because it was born without a brain. Yeah, born with their, without a brain. And so they had life supports on this baby. And last Sunday... They was going to take all life supports off this baby and let it die because that's what they felt they needed to do. And so a week ago Wednesday, they got me, and we took hands and we prayed. And we started praying for this baby, that God would heal this baby. Now you're saying, now why would you do a thing like that? Because I don't, I don't pray the way you all pray. I believe God is God of life. And I pray life. I pray life even in the worst conditions. I pray life. Hey, very seldom do I ever pray, God, if, if, if it's your will. I've, I don't pray that very often. Because we use that as such an excuse. Then we don't have to get our faith in there. I think there's some times when we have to pray, God, your will be done. Don't get me wrong. I think that we have to pray that. But not as an excuse. We, we pray, God, your will, when it comes to an excuse. Sometimes God says, be bold and step out there, right? And so we, we, we was bold, and we stepped out there. So they went Sunday to be with, with, with their children, and they took all, all the life support systems off this baby, but it just kept breathing, just kept living. So then I get a call all through the week, this baby's getting stronger. then it opened its eyes up. And they they think they might see a brain starting to grow in there. Hey, listen, here's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is this. Jesus said, you'll know the truth. And the truth will make you free. You see, I believe Jesus is coming. And I need to be bold. I need to step out before the Lord. Because listen, it doesn't make any difference what you see in me. Is that what I see in myself? Am I going to finish this thing strong? All these kids know these computers, frontward and backward, just old pastor don't. Man, I was about ready to drop it and run. And I said, and the Holy Spirit said this to me too. He said, now you have never run from anything. Why are you going to start now? And I had a discussion with God. I really did. And then he showed me Deb, and I thought, well, she's right there. She can teach me, and she won't laugh at me. That's why I'm not having you ever teach me, <laughs> ever. Okay, ready? I had a dream last night, and in this dream, I dreamed that we was coming to the end of the age. And men were going everywhere they could go to find refuge. I was part of that bunch. And it was St. Joseph, Missouri, because I know downtown St. Joseph, Missouri. People by the masses were trying to find a way. And they're waiting for somebody to come and take them out of there. But what God was showing me, what was coming to take them out of there, was of the enemy. And I couldn't find my son. And I thought, I'm going to find my son. And that whole dream is about me looking for my son. And I found my son. And we did not get on that train. Now, that's all he gave me was that right there. Listen, here's what I'm saying. Listen, stand strong for the Lord because there's a day coming. How many of you ever see that movie Armageddon with Bruce Willis? There's something like that going to take place, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to take place when God's hand is in it. So here we go. The truth shall make you free. I don't know if this made any sense to anybody. It made sense to me. Okay. I'm going to take my hands. You can do whatever you want. I'm going to take my hands. I'm going to raise them to the Lord. And I'm going to say, Father God, I believe you, and I trust you, and I'll walk in you. Because here's what the Lord showed me. He said, if men don't trust me, they won't walk with me. He said, you have to trust me. He calls me by my name, Larry. He don't call me pastor for some reason. And he says, Larry, trust me. Trust me. Father God, I trust you. As weak as I am, I trust you. Because you're coming. I know you are. I know you're coming to establish a kingdom. Let me be part of that. But Father God, my goal... And I'm praying that this is the church's goal. My goal, Father God, is to finish strong. Not just drink at the river and die, but drink at the river and go forward and cross over and finish strong. Every one of us older in here. Just need to pray, God, that we finish strong. And you youngers need to say, God, show us truth because we'll walk in truth. My dad told me a long time ago when I was a young boy, he said, Larry, he said, if a man will know the truth, he'll walk in the truth. He said, it's an automatic. And so the reason why we don't walk in truth is because we don't know the truth. And we've allowed humanism and secularism to invade us. And it's part of us. Listen, get rid of it. Babies have the right to live. Would be an easy thing to go back and teach young people abstinence. He'd get rid of STDs. He'd get rid of unwanted pregnancies. He'd get rid of a lot of things. But we don't teach that. We're afraid to. One of the greatest things in the United States of America is dad, get in there and hang in there. And don't care what the world says or what anybody says. Your children are important to you. Get in that fight. and Don't give that fight up. Can you say man to that? Don't do that. And say, moms, get a hold of this thing and bring it together.